Hi everyone. I think I'm going to title this week's podcast, Who Are You Without All the Noise? Well, that's because we all find ourselves in isolation or severely limiting our external contact. And the opportunities abound. Some of them are more painful than others, but they're different. Um, and the opportunity I would like to speak about on this week is linked to this week's Parsha. Well, one of this week's Parshas, because we actually have two, um, Tazria and Mitzorah. Tazria speaks about all different types of Tuma and Tara processes, fascinating in its own right, and uh, I'd refer you to my husband's semi-learners podcast for an explanation on those topics. However, what I'm going to focus on is Mitzorah. The Parsha of Mitzorah deals extensively with the concept of Tzoraas, um, for various reasons, somebody may come down with a kind of a skin disease. And once the Kohen proclaims that it is in fact Saras, you have to go out of the camp for a full week, completely in isolation. Um, it is known through inferring from the different um, sacrifices that you bring and uh, the oral tradition that Saras comes from moral uh, transgressions, uh, most, mostly Lashon Hara. So evil speech. Um, Lashon Hara, technically speaking, is known as true slanderous speech about others. So um, not a, not spreading lies, but spreading unnecessary negative truths about others. Um, when I said unnecessary, I mean that there's uh, extensive halachos on when it is okay to share information, like when it would harm the other person, etc. This is a very weird, <laughs> a very um, different punishment what we usually get out of the camp, a skin disease, um, having to be in complete isolation. Nowhere else do we have this kind of consequence for any kind of transgression. It always has, is much more straightforward. It's um, going to the judge, getting punished, having to pay. So what's so different here? Well, if we look into the significance of what the sin was or what the mistake is, we may find something um, that will guide us in the right direction. The transgressions here that this person has done to deserve tsaras are done with the mouth. They're done with the prime tool that we have of connection. Your mouth, your speech is the way you take what is in your inner world, your thoughts, your feelings, the way you look at the world, you crystallize that into a thought. You verbalize that with your mouth and you send it out on sound waves. Somebody else then catches those sound waves with their ears and takes them into their mind and something amazing can happen. Two worlds that were completely separate before, with their own version, uh, vision of things, their own hopes, their own dreams, their own opinions, suddenly they can interact. Suddenly my opinions can influence someone else. Some, some, suddenly someone else's opinions can influence mine. If you imagine every person walking around in kind of like a bubble with their own thoughts and feelings inside them, and let's say one person's bubble is kind of meek and gray and blue right now with all kinds of uh, depressing thoughts inside them floating around their bubble. Somebody else's bubble that's bright and green and happy can suddenly through speech pierce the other person's bubble and help them.
That's an amazing, amazing concept that a mouth speech can connect. As a matter of fact, we see that in other places that the mouth uses. Uh, food you eat to keep your body and your soul together. God spoke and the world was created and a relationship was possible. We pray, we connect. Like a, a USB cable coming out from your entity and able to sync it with somebody else if you want very techie, techie terms. Whereas your eyes take in, your ears take in, your mouth can give out. So if we understand that your mouth is the prime tool of connection, then using that tool of connection for the opposite becomes devastating. You're using the tool for connection to breed separation. And that's what Lashon Hara is. That's what slander is. That's what evil speech is. That's what lying is. And we see that all over in the Torah. The snake's evil speech to Eve created the first rift between man and God. The spies created the rift with their evil speech between Eretz Israel and the Jewish people. And where we know the concept of Lashon Hara and Saras first is Miriam, who was Moshe's sister, spoke evilly and created the separation between, or highlighted the separation between Moshe and his wife Zipporah. So we see how Lashon Hara, or evil speech, is using that tool of connection for the opposite, for separation. The question is, why do we do it? Why does it feel so good? If I would tell you, here, here's a hammer, build a house or knock it down. I mean, you'd try to, not, to build it, wouldn't you? So why are we so tempted to keep knocking it down? Why are we creating separation? Why does that feel good? So there would be two main reasons that I just think psychologically people um, would try and speak evil about each other. And uh, I have these two ideas from Rabbi Shlomo Reichman. Um, one of them is if I speak negatively about somebody else, I don't have to work on myself, but I feel better. So rather than pushing myself up by becoming a better person, if I push somebody else down, I feel better. I feel like I am higher, I am better. And the second thing is connection. If I want to connect with you, but I don't have anything true and real emanating from myself to connect with you with, while speaking negatively about a third person will create that feeling of conspiracy, that feeling of connection between the two of us about that third person. So the first thing why we would do it is to push ourselves up. And the second way is to create connection with you about a third person. However, the word counterfeit comes to mind. They're both a counterfeit way of achieving the goal. If my goal is to reach higher heights, the true way of doing it, the lasting way of doing it, is to work on myself and achieve higher heights. A counterfeit way would be to push myself up by pushing the other one down. It doesn't really work. It is short-lived. A counterfeit way of creating connection with you would be to speak negatively about the other person. Because what am I trying to do? I'm trying to have a connection with you. And instead, I'm not only creating separation between me and the third person I'm speaking about, but really, I'm creating separation between me and you as well. Because when I walk out the door, you do not know if I'm busy speaking negatively about you. Because I just spoke negatively to you, 
I can be negative about you just the same. So I'm really, while I'm trying to create connection with you, you've, you're losing trust in me. You're not gaining trust in me. And I think we all know how true that rings, that when we hear a good piece of gossip from someone, yes, and that moment we feel that counterfeit connection. It feels good. It feels like we're in a conspiracy. But afterwards, are you really going to share something vulnerable about yourself to that person? Why would you? She could just go on and tell it to somebody else. So really, it's breeding long-lasting separation and not connection. But that does answer the question why it feels good from our more baser self. And this also leads us into the answering why this kind of outlandish punishment. But I think this makes perfect sense. You have a tool for connection. An unbelievable tool that even said God used speech to create the world to connect with us. And you're using it for separation. You're using it to negate this connection between all of us. So you have to go out into isolation. Go and figure out who you are first. Figure out why were you not using your tool for connection? What about you makes the only way that you try and connect the counterfeit way, the separation way? We know that when somebody has time to think by themselves, it's sometimes very painful, but layers get peeled back. And I think that if somebody identifies with their layers, so to speak, so with their more shallow parts of themselves, if somebody identifies with that, that's more likely to come out in evil speech. If I only identify with what I've achieved today and yesterday and nothing more substantial and nothing more real, then I'll need to bolster it up by speaking evil with other people, trying to connect with them over that, by pushing other people down. But if I truly know who I am, I won't need to try and push myself up like that. I can work on myself truly. I can connect with people truly. So perhaps that's an interesting um, evaluation of the punishment that you didn't know how to use the prime mode of connection. Go. Go spend time by yourself where you can't use that connection anymore and relearn it. And I think this is quite chilling to talk about isolation in the Torah while we're all isolating. And I know we're not really isolating. Here I am talking to you right now. But technically speaking, we all are given this opportunity now to take time and to think, well, if I would make a bubble around myself, visually just uh, imagine a bubble around yourself. What's inside that bubble? Is it things that are connecting me to the next person? Or is it things that are separating me from humanity and separating people from each other? What's in my bubble? Can I use the, yeah, the USB drive of my bubble to connect good things? Or am I pushing people apart? This time of isolation might be, albeit painful, but very, very useful time. Let me know what you think and have a wonderful week.